0: Welcome to Fireteam Chat, thank you for joining us today. We have an extra special E3 episode, Fran is joining me as always. Hey there. Along with Scott from Bungie. Hi, how's it going? And, of course, Deej, you are back. We interviewed you today, it's good to see you again.
1: Good to be here. Yeah, I feel like we're in a newsroom. Very... Can I be Deej with weather? This is very <laughs> impressive. I mean, Chance of snowstorms, The top yeah.
2: fell winter's peak. That's what I was going to say, you got to talk about the new weather. Yeah, right? this set okay. is Perfect. pretty impressive, guys. It is, it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, uh, courtesy of Fran Mirabella. Thanks, yeah, right? I, I didn't do all this, but you uh, built yeah, it I yourself. did have to pay for it.
1: Don't be so modest. Ah, yeah, right. <laughs> we came in here, you are wearing a tool belt, you were yeah, like, almost oh, done finish it. Just yeah. finished it. A few more disco lights and we're good to go here.
0: Indeed. <laughs> so today we're gonna talk about a lot of the new Rise of Iron stuff that has come out today, mm-hmm. and just news that is broken. And we're gonna take a bunch of questions from the community. Okay. Uh, I got as many as I could, sorry if I missed anybody. But why don't you tell us a little bit about this expansion? I want Scott to answer. I want Scott to answer. You go yeah. first. I'll go yeah. first. So, uh,
3: Rise of Iron. Yeah, we're we're taking Lord Saladin, who's been you know in Destiny since the beta. He's in the, mm-hmm. the tower. He showed up in the tower okay. with this ritual iron banner, um, and now we're going to take that into PVE, and we're going to learn a lot more about that side of the lore, and try to uh, you know learn about the Iron Lords, and, and that's going to tell us about the fallen on Earth, and and uh, really dive into that side of the, the game.
0: Before we get to the newest of new, let's uh, bring up a moment of silence for trip mines and anybody ever equipping them again. Why did you make the decision to make that change after years of keeping it that way?
1: I mean, it's all up on the blog. Uh, you know, the, uh, the sandbox designers, uh, their job is never finished. Uh, they're, they're going to adjust the sandbox. If there's uh, a, an option for combat that doesn't seem viable, they're going to make it more viable. Uh, if there's an option for combat that is annoying for other players, you know, I mean, obviously it's annoyed to get killed by another guardian. But <laughs> if it's infuriating and if it happens all the time and it's the only thing that you ever see, it's like, oh, here comes a hunter, let me guess. Donk. Yeah. You know? So uh, they're going to go through and they're going to, you know, maintain order and they're going to maintain balance. They take an enormous amount of pride in their work Uh, And they really do the best job of speaking for themselves. So, um, you know, we like to go through and and publish their update previews on the blog, Um, you know, just to give the Guardians some advance notice. Like, here's what's coming down the pike. People are thinking about this stuff a lot. Here's why we did it. And, uh, you know, they, they pay attention to the things the community talks about, they take a look at the data. You know, we can see, we can see what you're doing. I know. We can see the activities that you're playing, and (laughs) we're like, we're like the NSA of Destiny. Exactly. We know what weapons you're equipping, we know what activities you're playing. I saw you in the
2: prison last night. I
1: saw you in the prison of elders (laughs) last night. I've never been so afraid. This is horrifying. Uh, You're watching me. And then there's also, you know, our own experiences, you know, Mm -hmm. so between the things that the Guardians say, the things that they do that they don't admit to, and uh, the things that we experience, you know, as players of our own game, as fans of our own product, if you will, uh, you know, they'll make focused decisions based on how they want the the sandbox to play out, so...
0: Let's stay on the topic of Crucible. I actually have a question mm-hmm. from True Vanguard who true, asks, are there true. any new approaches to map design being implemented mm-hmm. with the coming of Rise of Iron DLC?
3: Uh, we're going to, I mean similar to the PVP, or sorry, similar to the Sandbox designers, that there's a lot to talk about with PVP and Unpack for Rise of Iron. Um, I, you know, we have new maps coming, uh, but we're going to let those guys come out over the summer and, and kind of really speak to their process and what they're excited about.
0: Steve, you mentioned there's a new mode coming.
3: Will that new design
0: have the new mode in mind when <laughs> creating the map?
1: Yeah, they, they, that's how they think about these mm-hmm. things. You know, when you, um, we actually had uh, three of the original Crucible map designers uh, on our stream a couple of weeks ago, and there was this really interesting conversation about uh, Rusted Lands, yeah. you know, the, the, the old Russia Crucible map, being one of the most iterative maps in the entire crucible, really? uh, it has had the most. It was basically the map that they used to test all of the weapons. It was also the map where they sort of perfected the way control would work. Mm-hmm. So, whenever they're walking around a map, they're like, "Hey, let's go over to B now." You know, and it's like the way people play the game. You know, they'll say, "Even if you're playing Clash," yeah. you know, they're like, "Hey, I'm over here at B. I'm over here at B. Come, come help me because I don't want to lose my heavy." And it's like, yeah. we're not playing. Okay, fine. I know where, <laughs> I know where B is. Fine, fine. Let's just, <laughs> just pretend we're playing control. Yeah. I'll go over to B." Uh, but they know what they're making these maps for. They know they want to provide different types of experiences. Certain maps are all about verticality. Mm -hmm. Certain maps are about parkour jumping across the landscape. Certain maps are about close quarters fights where your boots are on the ground. Uh, and now that they have a new uh, mode coming online, they're building these maps, we're play testing these modes, they're iterating on the maps, they're iterating on the modes. So all of these things come together in harmony. You know, all of these people, all of these disciplines are working in the same way. As they adjust the maps, as they adjust the new Crucible mode, Sandbox team might even look at that and be like, everybody's playing this new mode on this map and they're all using shotguns. What do we do about that? So you know, all of these things, you know, there's checks and balances and it should all be sort of be part of the same organism. What was it, the word they taught us in school? Homeostasis? Yes. 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 And
3: the new the mode order. is uh, incredibly fun.
2: It's really, mm-hmm. really fun. And that's all we'll say yeah, until we're, later on this year. Tell us summer. more about uh, it, yeah. <laughs> exactly. my, don't yeah. lean on the executive producer. He's too excited <laughs> about his work. Oh, we know you have a rollout plan for the summer, as we'll hear a lot <laughs> over this discussion. I In the coming no weeks
1: and months, we'll be telling you much more about Rise of Iron. Stories to tell.
2: Um, I did have one point of clarification yeah. to jump off that last topic. Like, so when you are implementing a balance uh, change, you have a QA group, you have testers. I think actually that's not always clear to the community and mm. the fans. Because like, we play it, and then there will inevitably be somebody right, who's tweeting at you like, sure. can't believe you let this slide through. So yeah. maybe just a point of clarity like, yeah. Roughly what happens? Does it go to a group of 50 people, 100 people? I know it's probably not always the same, yeah. but how would you describe that process of once you decide based on the data, what, then what happens to test out if it's the right process thing? Process question.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that, I was going to leave it to you, but well, sure. No, the, uh, the first, the first yeah. point of order is it is they. It's not me. Because mm-hmm. I have the <laughs> right. tweets to prove that people think that I personally nerfed yeah. the hundreds. You're, you're to you blame know? for most It's like, problems. yeah, I, I woke up this morning and I thought, you know what I'm really good at? I... I I honestly don't have a clue. You're
0: also the reason we don't have wolves as companions.
1: (laughs) Well, I wouldn't call a wolf a companion. They're feral beasts. (laughs) (laughs) Only a badass like Lord Saladin can be flanked by uh, something as fierce as a wolf. But I think Scott has a much better perspective, as I do, uh, than I do about. How different teams work together mm-hmm. and how they complement each other and uh, you know the community doesn't get the chance to hear from a guy That's like true. you as yeah. often as um,
3: Yeah, I mean like, you know, one of the things that you said, is everyone has an opinion about these different things and so the job of, of us at work is to um, take all that feedback, take the internal feedback that we have, roll it up and then prioritize it and figure out what that balance is and so, you know, we've had a really neat opportunity with Destiny to, after we ship the game, to really be iterating on it and uh, evolving it. We, you know. We do these sandbox updates uh, fairly often, yeah. So that's part it? of, yeah, right. That, <laughs> but that's part of tending to the evolving landscape, right? So uh, when you know this game comes out and uh, we have gallhorn then you know that's going to be the right Galahorn for Rise of Iron and for the for the destiny of, of right now.
2: Yeah, I actually don't know if I got the 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 process. Like, well, I mean, speaking though, I mean, does it go to a group that's really sizable, or, or do you not want to talk about what the number No, of, I mean, there's like, there's, you know,
1: different le- there's different there's different types of testing you know like uh, it's not a matter of saying you know hey we've new, we've got new sound sandbox balance that we have in mind here you go testers you know like there are yeah. there are testers who work embedded with mm-hmm. the groups that they support uh, I've given over 200 studio tours at Bungie uh, the, the team has expanded in size a lot mm. since I've been there and I'm kind of you know me or Cosmo the community yeah, manager sure. is part of their day one ritual you know mm. so it's like welcome to Bungie here's a box of t-shirts let's show <laughs> you where you're gonna be spending a lot of your time yeah. and there is a, a wing in our building in our studio uh, there's a portion where we used to tell this story where it's like here's where all of the testers hang out and they're getting Destiny ready to be an always online, always connected game on four separate consoles. Yeah, you know? yeah And sure. on their backs, uh, because of their hard work, we shipped a pretty good stable title. Since then, though, since the game has been out and we've been iterating on it, the story about that portion of our studio is very different now. And I, I tell them, li- quite literally, this is where all of TEST used to be, and it was because <laughs> of them that we shipped a great game now the testers have been sort of dispersed all across the floor so there are sandbox testers there are world art testers there are investment testers so a tester at bungie has a specialty a niche, and yeah. they sit right next to the person that they're supporting so it's not just like this comes from straight upstairs they want to know if the shotguns yeah. <laughs> or, you know it's like they understand what the goals are of the design team they understand their vocabulary i'm not sure how many dedicated sandbox testers support the sandbox team but um it's in the single digits. And, does, and okay. test, the test is a—you know—testers are game developers, appointed.
3: right? Like I think that's an important thing to say, right? Testers are a really important part of the process, and they work and collaborate with the designers to really execute what you end up seeing.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, it. so if
2: something's bad, you can, it's the tester's fault. Well, that's no, what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, it's my totally fault.
1: fault. The buck stops right here. If something's wrong, it's your fault. It's my fault. Oh, send them
2: to Deej. There him, you go.
1: Send them right to me. <laughs> Look at this guy. You brought He's up investment
0: testing. Yeah. Uh, one of the questions we got was about factions. You guys gave me a Seven Seraph shirt, and that was a faction early on, or it was supposed to be. It was a it's a T-shirt. It's yeah. a
1: story element. It yeah. was, you know, it was one of those things that uh, seemed like a good idea at the time.
0: Talking about investment systems, though, are we ever going to see new factions?
1: Oh, that's interesting. For Rise of Iron, we don't have any
3: new factions, mm-hmm. um, and so that's not something we're focusing on right now. But we're always talking about. All sorts of things, and so that's something that I'm yeah. sure you know people talk about, but not not for Rise of Iron.
0: But you but, do
1: have new story elements. I mean, absolutely. The, the Iron Lords are really the new group that we're paying attention to in yeah. Rise of Iron. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and understanding who that legendary order of heroes were. You know, I mean, before any of the Guardians were alive, you know, these were the guys that protected humanity. So, the player fantasy for this one is not about joining Dead Orbit or colluding right. with New Monarchy. It's about here's this new group you can join, only you earn it. You don't just walk up mm-hmm. and be like, I'll put that on and I get reputation now, right? <laughs> it's like you will fight back this threat that destroyed them. You will participate in their rituals and you get to become an Iron Lord, perhaps a Dead Orbit Iron Lord. But, mm-hmm. you know, so it's becoming more and more layered. Yeah.
0: Your storytelling in The Taken King really set a new bar. We had cutscenes mm-hmm. and we have a question from T Rex that mm-hmm. is about the new content. Are we gonna discover the fate of the Iron Lord strictly through gameplay and voiceovers? Or are we going to get more oh, cutscenes like in the Taken King? It's all you, yours,
3: you're bro. absolutely getting cutscenes. So one of the things that we were really excited about what me? I didn't take it. <laughs> but uh, they're they're <laughs> really your fun. So yeah, it is. Say it. Preach. They, uh, I'm just excited about it, because we, we want that too. Like we're always looking at trying to improve and uh, iterate on our storytelling, and one of the, there's many tools of how you can tell a story, and um, cinematics are a great one uh, when you're telling a, a big campaign, and, and so, yes, there's, uh, there's great in-game cinematics uh, that come out with Rise of Iron.
2: Is there more volume of cinematics? Like, in the same way we taken King, we had the biggest raid that we'd experienced, like, are there more?
3: I think, you know, Rise of Iron in general is positioned really, really well between, this is the way I think of it, we have House of Wolves, and we have Taken King, and, and Rise of Irons in a really comfortable place in the middle overall. Um, and so when I think of that, I really compare it to House of Wolves, which I worked on, <laughs> where it's like we have a raid, we have a whole new zone, we have uh, you know these enemy types that are that are a little, a little mysterious, the yeah. fallen, well something's C-Vet. going on here, the CVified, right? And uh, and so we and we do have cinematics. That's another thing we did not have in House of Wolves, and so you were starting um, to get there though. Yeah, no, but we, well, we had, we, I think we uh, did a lot of really great work on the storytelling and, mm-hmm. and telling a story about Petra and Variks and the Reef and the Queen and all that, that side of the world. And so now we're going to be talking about the past of the Iron Lords and uh, Saladin and why he's been doing this thing, this Iron Banner thing. and uh, we're gonna, Cinematics is, and, and voiceover are, are two really important ways. And new characters, so the social space is going to have new characters and that's really the hub that, that uh, tells the story.
0: There's also a new light level. Yes. Broman Bro wants to know if getting there and leveling up is going to also change in any way.
3: Uh, no, are we, uh, the level is staying. I think we've said that. If we haven't. I just did. And then the, lov- the light level is, uh, is going to go up. Got it.
1: Okay. significant. A significant light A significant How much would you say
0: a significant amount is out of 100?
1: So significant. More than insignificant, but less than outrageous. Oh, OK. Well, those Uh, seem like
0: arbitrary words. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you this, though. I think one of the things that I appreciate a lot about Destiny is uh, I think Rise of Iron does a really good job of catering to different types of players. And each of them have their desire to level up, but they like Mm -hmm. playing the game in different ways. So you guys understand, like, with Vault of Glass and with Crota's End, uh, during that phase of our adventure, the only way to become a max level guardian, really the only way to complete yourself, was to play those raids. But not everyone does, and the more we started investing in things like Iron Banner, the more we started investing in things like Trials of Osiris, we gave people other ways to become legends, to become most powerful. And even with the April update, a lot of the feedback that we got are a lot of solar solar players or void players or arc Mm -hmm. players, solo players, (laughs) stepping forward and saying, I really appreciate the things you've done with the April update because I feel like for the first time as a solo player, I can now achieve max light. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we're doing with Rise of Iron is the RAID is there. RAID will be amazing. It'll be challenging. It'll be this wonderful bond of camaraderie between you and your five, you know, five favorite problem mm-hmm. solvers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one way in which you can you know, realize your full potential. But all of these other activities will also help you do that. You yeah. know, Iron Banner will still be there. Trials will still be there. There are some interesting end game rituals. You know, things just exploring the world can help you get to a place where you feel as powerful as anybody who's a hardcore raider.
3: Did you like the game, D? You played it last week. Yes. Did you enjoy it? I thought
1: that's it was good. very, I thought you did a very good job. Well, I, there's
3: other people that.
1: Bungie yeah. likes their own like game. Well, I, don't I don't know. know. It's, <laughs> a, it's good. I don't know. Do you know feel the blog is well written, Scott? <laughs> I do like the blog. <laughs> yeah, that's a voice. Yeah, that's I feel, a very particular voice. The, the comma usage is spot on. You know? Hey, man great you job. a good job yeah we really need to stop this firewall <laughs> ask another question fast
0: <laughs> uh, you guys released a bunch of images of the new area it looks like we're going back to the Cosmodrome mm-hmm. as you said and it's totally covered in snow but there's some relics there of public events that we've experienced in the past um, what story are you telling with that art direction?
3: The big, the big thing that, that's going to be reinforced throughout the game is that time has passed in this version of the Cosmodrome. Um, and so you're going to see the wall is down, and so we really are interested in the feeling of, you know, this is where you started your journey, this is where you were born for all intents and purposes in Destiny. And now that world has changed, so you're going to go into the wall and that's going to be a different experience. And uh, I think the thing you're referring to is, you, did you see out in the, to the rocket yard? Or is that yeah. okay? You that's, know what's uh, that's cool. Well, I don't know what people saw. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you're going to see, you know, similar to in Taken King, you saw Sepix was, was uh, dead. In the, yeah. Uh, and so we're, we like playing with those kinds of things and those stories. And so we're really trying to, you, you go in and you see that and then you are led to the new area mm-hmm. and the, the Plague Lands, which is uh, off to the right. You go off to the right. And you're going to access it by going to Earth. So it's the first time we've created a new zone on an existing destination. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really exciting.
0: Wow, so are my, is my spin
2: metal still in the same? You still spin? have spin metal. Oh, OK. okay. Spin metals, good, good, good. spin metals, we're not, there's s- no new spin material. Metal, spin metal is resilient to the cold. Yes, makes the spin sense. metal does find some metal. I don't know why it would it have It grows out
1: of radioactive waste, <laughs> know, <laughs> that's what we're talking about here.
3: Spin metal. That makes sense. So
0: uh, <clears throat> Frotus tweets actually wants to know, will we see any events from year two in Rise of Iron? And with those areas changing so drastically, how would you do something like that?
3: Uh, so your experience in the Cosmodrome, mm-hmm. if you play it today, is not going anywhere. So the way it's gonna work is you're gonna have a single director image and you're yeah. gonna be able to access the different nodes that are gonna take you to the instance that's appropriate. So if you choose to do the Rise of Iron Patrol, oh, it's gonna put you in the Plague lands. Yeah. If you choose to do the Destiny Patrol, it's gonna put you where you always have yeah. been landing. And so we didn't want to take anything away or alter those existing experiences uh, for anyone who's joining us or who wants to play those missions and, mm-hmm. and content, so uh, yeah, you're gonna, hopefully, this is the you know, ideal experience where you can ha- see time pass uh, but also still play the old content.
2: Yeah, but for clarity, right? Like when you install Rise of Iron or uh-huh. pop in the disc, um, there's going to be some opening event and time skipping forward, and suddenly like all of Earth now is on snow, right? You can't go back to. No, you go back. No, no, it's you, very you can, clear. You can, you can right. access both. Yes. Wow. Oh. Right. So you can like where we land today on Earth mm-hmm. will we'll look and be the same. Yes. There was. Uh, People talking about that will now be all changed. That is not. That is is not not the case. So it's only within the plague lands and those new areas. Correct. So old areas will remain intact and look the same. They're not suddenly going to be covered in snow.
3: Okay. We're trying to. With the time passing, we want to have the difference.
2: Yes. yes. Okay.
0: So you're definitely telling a backstory with the art direction in the Plaguelands and like the Fallen Walker that's there and destroyed, mm-hmm. similar to what you said about Cepix. Uh My name is Bife says, what will Bungie be doing to put Bife. the backstory and lore of Destiny in the game, yeah. as opposed to on the Destiny Companion app? This direction. is something the community yeah. keeps asking for. Sure. The Grimoire is external; they just want to read it in yeah. the game. What are you guys doing well, about it? Well, I
3: think that? if you look at this whole area of lore, the Iron Banner mm-hmm. and the Iron Lords. I mean that's the story we're telling. That's the story that we're telling in the cinematics. That's the story that's being told through the campaign, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know there's there's a lot of different ways to tell story in Destiny. The weapon names. I mean like one of the things that's really compelling about Rise of Iron to me is that I look at the year one Iron Banner weapons, and now I'm going to be like Fellwinter's Peak. That sounds familiar. Like you kind of have an association with the the weapon, and so you're telling, you know, there's an emotion that comes with that, mm-hmm. and a, you know, hopefully an excitement of like how you feel about these weapons, and, and so now you're gonna be learning about those characters in game. You're gonna find out, by the end of this game, you will know what happened to the Iron Lords, and understand why Saladin is performing the Iron Banner ritual, and that's something that is in the game, and that's, what we're, that's the story. Please
0: don't let anything happen to Lord
3: Saladin. I will be are you very worried? unhappy. A little, a
0: little. A <laughs>
2: little. He has a cape. He seems like he's under a all lot of All the stress.
0: other Iron Lords are gone. Yeah. You become an Iron Lord. Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. What oh, do we need? I'm I'm what do we need this guy for? You? Yeah. yeah. That sounds scary. Scary. So I will say Saladin
3: on. has all those wolves, and he mm-hmm. seems very tough. So, um,
0: yeah. He should be fun. He's doing huh? it. Speaking I know, of wolves, I think, I think you guys <laughs> missed a Collector's Edition opportunity there. You could have a pet puppy and you raise it, yeah, and like then a, you have your companion. With the puppy. Uh, no Collector's Edition, why didn't you make that decision?
1: Uh, well, you want to take that? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, you know, we have one version of Rise of Iron uh, to cater to every player. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you want to collect Destiny stuff, I mean, we have people that will help you do that, you know. Um, I mean, there's these awesome, you know, Iron Banner medallions in the bungee store. So if you want to dress up like Lord Saladin, if you want to people at work going, what's that? You know, and you start talking about this video game you play, you know, I mean, uh, you know, we give people many different ways that they can express themselves creatively, you know. And uh, with Rise of Iron, what we're doing is we're giving people a chance to collect a Gjallarhorn. Uh, bring the Gallarhorn back, help yourself to the Iron Gallahorn. Put it up on the screen. Here we go. Gallarhorn it's, time. It's <laughs> we can back. do this. It's back. Slowly. Eventually it's back. Wasn't ready. It's coming back. This this is the Gjallarhorn. There you oh. go. H nailed it. I think he's got that magic touch. Nailed it. I waited for the fade to start before <laughs> yeah. I pointed. Well done. Uh, okay. So yeah, it's back. And, uh, you know, you can collect your Uh If you pre-order, it also comes in black. But, you know, and you get both. Is... You can get the black yep. one and you, you get the yeah. original Correct. one. But, uh, in case I want this, We're trying version. to simplify. Yes. You know, we're trying to simplify at this moment in time, Rise of Iron is a large expansion. Uh, like you said, somewhere in between House of Wolves mm-hmm. and The Taken King is this thing called Rise of Iron. Uh, one skew was what we figured would satisfy everyone. Yep. And, uh, you know, like I said, if you want uh, if you want Chris Barrett's 8-bit you know, Lord Saladin t-shirt, we got that for you. There's also going to be all sorts of like Rise of Iron accoutrement up mm-hmm. in the bungee <laughs> store. There's a Gallarhorn t-shirt. So, I mean, you know, Go wild. You know, help yourself to everything you want. But in terms of acquiring the game, we wanted to make that an easy experience. Mm-hmm. Vault space. Yeah. So now, no, idea, no
0: last-gen consoles. Yeah. yeah. File, save as, 300 vault space slots. <laughs> Is that how it, that works? Right? That's how Press works. the fun button? Yeah. yeah. No, uh,
3: I, you know, I think that's all those quality of life things we're going to be mm-hmm. talking about throughout the summer. Ugh.
2: Future stories.
3: Future I stories. Always, I don't know the really answer here. to that one. So. There's a lot here. So,
2: yeah. A well, lot to talk about. I got a question that's relevant to where we are. So E3. Um, yeah. I made a prediction on the show that, uh, well, of course, it's going to be like previous years. I heard. They'll show up and they'll have a behind closed door and we'll see a little bit of the strike. I heard that opening. in my car and I was like, huh. Yeah. You really <laughs> liked that, I bet. Everyone out there was like, oh, I knew it was going to be wrong with this one. Well, I got the release date, right? You did. On, uh, Prison of Elders in the past. Well done. And Some other stuff. But whatever. Um, <laughs> E3 is a little softer showing why not why don't we see I don't know why don't we see more Um, why do we have to wait
1: I mean it worked for you last year pretty well
2: right yeah Yeah, this has
1: been definitely been a more chill E3 for Mm -hmm. us Uh, before E3 even began we revealed rise of iron you know we are less than a week beyond (laughs) the reveal of this thing and we were able to have as we are right now a great conversation including the community uh, so we wanted to give a, a nice, large moment where we could play the trailer, have a conversation with Scott and Christopher Barrett, uh, really give the Guardians something to think about, give them something to be excited about. E3 is an opportunity for us to come and continue that conversation uh, and talk to people who didn't necessarily mm-hmm. attend our live reveal. Uh, we're going to need a lot of Iron Lords this fall. <laughs> you know? And while uh, you know, the Guardians, the pilot light on the imagination has been lit and they want to know more, and they want to know more now, And as much as it's, you know, sort of teasing for them to say, okay, I'm watching Deej go to all these interviews and he's saying the same thing to all these different people. We are sounding the call, you know, this is Lord Saladin's call to action. And we're letting everybody know that there's a new adventure. You can come, you can play it. Um, You know, in past, yeah, we've had, you know, opportunities for people to come and play the game, but this was back when there were questions like, is Destiny fun? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Does Destiny work? An online connected game, are you sure? Yep. You know? And so there was uh, a certain amount of confidence or enthusiasm that we were looking to you know, give to people. And at this point, I've had a couple of people ask me, like, is Destiny playable here? It's like, nope, Can I? playable at home. Can I announce <laughs> something? I want to yeah. announce a thing. What are you gonna announce? <laughs>
2: The PRs out there right now. Like, do it, do it quick like, before he yeah. says no. Uh,
3: so something we've been talking about is uh, moments of triumph. Oh yes, too. that's
2: right. There is yeah. an we image going
0: ask about I that. I heard
3: about that. that. Yeah. And so on launched. the way here, I was emailing mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to talk about this. And Please. Don't just stay. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, yeah, to like, So I, I, we did that last year, and we really want to celebrate, you know, yeah. how people play Destiny and, and give. It's just a fun experience, right? Yeah. To memorialize Absolutely. what you do. So, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna do this. <laughs> uh, that uh, So, your Moments of is coming back.
1: Mm-hmm. As,
3: as we saw, it's on uh, not a 7 7, July 7th, All right. and it's in game. So, wow. last time it was on Companion, and we're going to mm-hmm. bring it into the game.
0: So, that's one wow. way you're bringing that sort of stuff into the yeah. game. That's fantastic. Yeah. So see, I got a th- I got a thing. I say didn't know we were gonna get a thing. You got a, a thing. thing. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's fantastic. Don't
3: just stay there. You so. got some special rewards last time. You
2: got, yeah. You got any well, so we're
3: gonna on. tell. Yeah. So that's all you, we get. <laughs> oh, so I want to okay, say okay. that's good though, right? Like mm-hmm. we got a thing. So you're, yeah. yeah, we're gonna talk about that more as we get closer. But I really wanted to clarify that that's coming. It's gonna be in game. It's gonna be, uh, you know, an iteration on what we did last year. And we're we're excited to continue celebrating uh, all the accomplishments mm-hmm. uh, that Guardians accomplished. So Bungie
1: yeah. Day, you know, we've got our. Our usual requisite fetish about the number seven. Yes. Seventh month, seventh day, uh, has always been—not always—for years now been Bungee Day. <laughs> and instead of you know christening a holiday for ourselves, this yeah. was a community creation yeah. that we yeah. co-opted and said, "Good mm-hmm. idea, let's make that special." Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> We've always celebrated community achievements on Bungie Day. We've always celebrated their art. We've always celebrated the things that they do to make the game special. Moments of Triumph is a great extension for that. So the full reveal will happen on Bungie Day. Uh, we'll show people all the things that they can do to complete their destiny adventure, uh, earn some special rewards, uh, and how, we'll show them how they'll track it in-game.
2: Not far away from now. No, a little less, less than a month. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Um,
0: Bungie Day Seven Seven. Are we going to get access to the raid in September, the day the content drops? Uh,
3: I don't think we're talking. I, I, no, no you're, yeah, you're it'll be done. delayed.
1: There will be a raid. No, yes, we're no. not talking about when it starts. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. But fair
3: you've enough. seen what we've done before, and mm-hmm. you know it's,
0: we like to do got it. things. Got We got a picture back there. <laughs> that was cool. The
1: Death oh coming yeah. right at that's us. Right. Fortunately, we Love have it. six guardians between. Yeah, that's true. They can protect us.
2: Four moments of triumph. Actually, can you clarify? Will I get credit for being there since? Day one, you know, meaning moments of Tribe Originally, right? Mm-hmm. Said, "Hey, you were here in the first year." Sure. Well, yeah. now I've been there for two years. Is mm-hmm. there a differentiation, or it's like, look, if you've been there a year, yeah. you get included? Well, like you said, we'll find out, we'll find we'll out in less than a uh, month. Yeah, pretty soon. Apparently. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we knew more than we knew five minutes. I <laughs> <past>. tried. <That's right. laughs>
2: okay, um, and really fast too mm-hmm. on scope of updates. You're a little busy this week. Um, you know, yeah. what do we expect for the the Bungie yeah. updates in the coming weeks? And really oh, to be right. specific. Can you set any expectation for, you know, will there will be, you know, news. not huge until Bungie Day, or will there be some significant information in the coming releases of more news? Yeah, in the, in the next one, and the next one.
1: You know, set I'm just something. trying to survive. I'm trying to survive <laughs> e3 at this me, point. Me I'm a, I'm on about five hours sleep. You know, these yeah. these bags under my eyes are genetic, but at the yeah. same time, uh, it's a lifestyle. It's a, it's a lifestyle product. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get back home. Um, you know, we're going to get back up on twitch and keep having you know the fun moments that we have with our community yeah. some of those moments will be us you know inviting them to come and kick our ass in a bungee bounty mm-hmm. others uh, may be an opportunity for us to talk a little bit more about Rise of Iron. We have between now and yeah. September 20th to talk mm-hmm. about the Arsenal, to talk about the progression system, to talk about the glands to talk about a number of different things that will define the player experience. How do I get my hand on that double-headed, you know, headed yeah. axe bathed in flame oh and wrapped in chains? It's awesome. That looks fun. If relic. you need
0: help with those reveals, you know uh, how, so you how to, to hold them. Exactly. You guys are interested? Oh, totally. Well, oh, yeah. oh, you do yeah. have
3: a show called Fireteam Fire Chat, true. Okay, I see now. I understand.
2: Definitely, Fran. Yeah, I mean, I have tons more questions, Keep but I know up, these man. guys don't have uh, a ton more time. He'll, he'll tell us when they got around. But, but it I did another quick related <laughs> note. He's saying um, rapidly. Looking <laughs> so at his phone. phone. <laughs> yeah. Why haven't we heard about SRL? Why so quiet? Mm-hmm. I mean, you liked it, right? You want, it, me right? You did, want me to take did, it? Let me ask you this first question. I can, I can okay. answer this. Did you consider SRL success?
1: Me personally, no. I loved it, but yeah. Me personally, <laughs> yeah. as as somebody who, uh, you know, Bungie's always had a great. Flair for vehicular combat yeah. in its games, and that was really my specialty back in the day when I was a Bungie fan before I came, you know, to help, you know, be part of the Destiny reveal and launch. Yeah. So I um, absolutely adored Sparrow Racing League, and I get a lot. People know that I like it, which is why <laughs> I get a flurry of, "When are we going to get it back? When are we going to get it back?" We know the community wants it to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may even be conversations about whether or not we bring it back. We don't have any announcements, we don't have anything you can mark in your calendar, but you know, the live team uh, has done some interesting things to give people fresh reasons to come back to the world of Destiny. Uh, things that are limited time engagements so that you can love them while they're there but not get mm-hmm. sick of them and maybe want them to come mm-hmm. back. Yep. And uh, they're gonna take a look at uh, the next year of Destiny. Uh, on the other side of Rise of Iron and think about how we can keep the world fresh. Maybe Sparrow Racing will be a part of that. Uh, Maybe you'll even see some of those other limited time events come back. You know, I mean, we still have things like Festival of the Lost or Crimson Days or some of the other things that we've done. Um, It's really a matter of what we think would be the best way to Keep people engaged and keep people invigorated, you know, and that's that's yeah. their that's their charge. So we'll see what the yeah. live team does.
2: Yeah, I mean I think it strikes some fans as like it, it was fun, you know, like got a yeah. lot of positive feedback and you sort of thought it would be right in the rotation. Mm-hmm. And, and I saw my book? I yeah. So uh, exactly, I yeah. didn't finish my book quite. Um, <laughs> it just seems odd that it just didn't come back. Was there something wrong with it? Like in terms of like from a, I mean honestly, yeah. from a game no, said, no, Like, you know, a, we really wanted to tweak this one thing and we only yeah. have so much time. And, no, I mean, I think, yeah, yeah, I think,
3: I don't think we think of it the same that it way. Because I think the way we think <laughs> of it is, there's many different ways to refresh and update Destiny. And one of them is, you know, limited time events. And we think those are really exciting and can bring people yeah. together during a certain window. And so, um, from that perspective, Sparrow Racing League actually accomplished its goal for us, right? Yeah. And then we learned a bunch of things about it, and like Dave said, you know, with all these kind of hot topics, we're always talking about them and we're always trying to figure out the best place to put them. But you look at something like bringing Galahorn back, um, you know, we let, it, we let it rest, and now yeah. it really makes sense now. You know what yeah. I mean? So you look no, for those opportunities <laughs> to try to um, align and make sure that the things all come together, that there's, it's yeah. not just one thing, right? It's a whole package that, that makes people excited
1: there's really no a cultural outside of sparrow racing league or outside of the gallarhorn coming back there's a cultural thing at bungie that i've noticed over the years where there's really no such thing as good enough Mm. you know there's (laughs) such a culture of perfectionism there you know like they there are people there who are allergic to compliments you know, like, oh, the Plague lens was awesome, I love like, what you no, did there, man, and it's it. like, oh, yeah, 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 you know. But I um, fix this one thing. Yeah, yeah. but they're, you know, they're always striving to make things like better, him. you know, so it's, <laughs> it, we're not just bringing the Gallerhorn back, you know, and it's like, okay, the Gallerhorn is now back in the loot tables, happy raiding, good luck with your exotic engrams. I mean, yep. it's an event, you know, it's, it's the product of a quest now, so it's mm-hmm. not just a matter of saying you can have it, it's like you can go and forge it, you can earn it. Uh, so, you know, who knows what we'll do in the future, but it doesn't sound like the guys I work with to just say, yeah, okay, you can have it back. Yeah.
3: And the way I look at it too, is that uh, the way I hear that, what you say is that people like Sparrow Racing. Yeah. And they want it back. Yeah. And so I, have taken that a step further. It's people engaged with Destiny and engaged with being excited about the game. And, um, so we, you know, take that as a, as a real opportunity, you know, to, yeah. to yeah. figure out what we're going to do next.
0: You took out Sparrow Racing League. You're kind of letting 360 and PS3 be on their own servers. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that something you're going to do moving forward with the the old consoles, remaining where they're at? Like those versions won't be updated?
3: Yeah, you'll be able to, play if you have a PS3 or a 360, you'll be able to play Destiny and the Taken King, um, but we're not going to be updating. Uh, We're going to be focusing on PS4 and Xbox One.
1: Yeah, and uh, for anybody, you know, watching your show who's on the the PlayStation 3 or the Xbox 360, I can pledge to you that uh, our Destiny player support team, they're always in the building, Uh, you know, they're always working on making sure that you know, the game is stable and that you have the information you need, uh, you know, to keep up with the adventure. Uh, We're working with them right now to make sure that we're going to publish a full suite of helpful articles so that every player of Destiny, no matter what platform you're on, you're going to understand, you know, when this divergence Mm -hmm. happens, you know, Mm -hmm. sometime this summer, sometime in August, before we launch Rise Mm -hmm. of Iron, uh, character progression will also fork. So while in the same console family, my uh, PlayStation 4 and my PlayStation 3, there's a guardian that lives between those two consoles. Mm-hmm. So if, we're, for whatever reason, you're jumping back and forth, you know, and it's like, I get Gallarhorn and it's over here. And then I, you know, I get a new Dead Orbit class item and then it's over here. Those two things are gonna fork. And we'll have different ways for you to take a legacy console character and port it over to the current console. Mm-hmm. Uh, that functionality will exist. Uh, we're also going to be working with uh, our partners who manufacture these consoles and we'll talk to them and be like, we've got you know, about 10% of our community that's going to need to upgrade. What can we do to help them? So there's tons of announcements that we'll be making, not just about Rise of Iron and why it's cool and why you want to play it, but about how the reality, how the gameplay reality of the game is going to change and how that will impact every single platform. So all of that is coming.
0: Nice. Um, this has been something, it's kind of an old story. Somebody's working on something for the PC platform over at Bungie. Um, is that ever going to be considered for the Destiny universe?
3: i give that to you.
1: What was the question again?
0: Is <laughs> Destiny ever coming to PC? I don't know. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. I hope so.
1: Me too. Uh, much like Sparrow Racing League, I've read one or two tweets from people who want Destiny to be on PC. So, one or two? Uh, yeah. Good. The, more, the more noise the community makes, the more people at Bungie hear you. And I'm yeah, not the only I, one listening. Yeah. I was gonna uh, say. So it's an announcement I would love to make, but it's certainly not one that I will make this day. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, with all the announcements uh, at the Xbox conference, the parody between Windows 10 and mm. the console, I mean, I thought that was great, you know, and I sat there thinking, like, I might just, instead of the slim, I might just get a nice PC, you know, and so... <laughs> thing missing is Destiny in that list, so I know you guys have already heard it, so that'd be awesome. How will that functionality work with a
0: game like Destiny? Like it won't be available, I guess it's before the announcement actually,
2: never mm-hmm. mind. Yeah, yeah, you just said he's not going to tell us. So, We're getting yeah. way out over <laughs> our
1: skis now.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know. How many more uh, questions do you have about this. I'm good. I'm just kind of winging it. Cool. Yeah, that's what we do here. I have, you know, this <laughs> huge list, but things. i being yeah. respectful of time. Um, sure. Actually, maybe jumping in a, a more fun direction. Again, we're here at E3. Yeah. I would love to know, actually, if mm. you guys were able to see anything outside of your world, of community engagements oh like God. this and interviews. What here did you see that you were like, Oh, that that looks great. I'm super excited. Uh, uh, I'm a huge you?
3: Mass Effect yeah. fan, so oh. seeing just the trailer was okay. incredible. And... Uh, um, I'm also an Arkham and Rocksteady nut, so just seeing. Did you I do the VR? I haven't yet, so that's I did. The, the, it was thing, awesome. the thing. The that, yeah. thing that's the thing on my list when they're like, "What, what do you want to do?" and "What do you want to have time to?" Do? It's like that yeah. more than anything. <laughs> yeah. I just want to talk to them. and I just want to look at that. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing I'm most excited about because I have no idea. I'm so excited to learn about how that uh, how that works and how they're going to deliver that. And I'll, you probably know all this stuff. You'll tell me how fair. Uh-huh. And uh, I want to yeah. hear more about that. So yeah. we can talk about that. Yeah. Uh, no, no, we'll do it later. Yep. <laughs> but uh, uh, so those are the big things for me, and you know, just. It's a weird thing to complain about not being able to walk around the floor as much as I would like. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I definitely am. Uh, those are the things that jumped out at me when you asked, asked that question. Nice, Deej?
1: Yeah, and, you know, I mean, games aside, you know, I, I invest so much time in playing Destiny with the community. Uh, you know, adapting to a new discipline. You know, I've had people say to me, like, are you going to play Overwatch? you going to play Overwatch <laughs> with me? And I'm like, God, learning a brand new game, learning all of the new complexities of teamwork <laughs> and all that stuff. It's like, I don't know if I just have that in me right yeah. now, you know? But there are certain things that call me back home. Uh, and I thought, um, you know, I will definitely play with, you know, my 10-year-old shooter clan. I will play the new Call of Duty, mm-hmm. you know. I will. Uh, a lot you know. of people know this, but you take shooting shooters very
0: seriously. You have a whole group. I wouldn't say them. that
1: it's I take shooters very seriously. It's I take games very seriously, but my, my interests are so yeah. completely laser narrow. Yeah, um, I, uh, yeah I built a bungee clan to play bungee games. And with, you know, two or three years in between the releases of those games, that same clan took me from shooter to shooter to shooter. So we were this nomadic tribe of shooter bros, you know, and sisters for a long time. But it was like, you know, Halo to Gears of War to Call of Duty to Battlefield and then Call of Duty and then Battlefield and Call of Duty and then Reach and then Call of Duty and then Destiny, you know. And they try and play everything. And they're the ones that are they're saying, you know, like, hey, we're playing Overwatch. It's awesome. you going to play it? And yeah. I'm like... Again, learning to speak a new shooter language right now. Mm-hmm. Not in the cards. Yeah. I have to become an Iron Lord, and I'm going to be very <laughs> yeah. busy making sure that Lord Saladin has you know fresh meat for the grinder. Uh, right. But I'm looking forward to. Uh, I actually like science fiction games. I love flight sims. You oh, know, like right? oh, you get me started talking really? about like Free Space Two, I'll go forever. Gone so to a like, bad of place. Duty is dabbling no, in I like this. space <laughs> combat. You know, I'm like. I will do that. I will do that gladly. So I know that there's been, you know, some people reacting to the idea of Call of Duty in space, and Mm -hmm. there's some questions to be answered there, but I'm I'm in. I'm going to go. I'm going to do that. I thought it showed really well at the PlayStation 4 conference, and I dig it. Outside of that, outside of relating to games, the thing that uh, I love about E3 is the fact that it, it truly is... A circus. The the fact that we do these live shows, the fact that everybody has a stage, you know, the fact that you sit down and now you're talking to people outside of the Internet. When I was a gamer and you would hear rumors about E3, it was like this secret castle somewhere where everybody would put hoods on and dress up in robes and (laughs) tell each other industry secrets about the game. And I think people who play games, who love games, who don't get the opportunity to have a badge, they really get to attend now. And I think that's so cool, you know, when you're in the Twitch booth and they have a live feed and you're in the IGN stage and you have a live feed, you know, and it's like people get to open a window into this world so that people can understand what this industry is like and what happens when all these gamers who work in this industry come together and they all have a passion for what they do, you know, and, and the forces of industry aren't evil. It's a bunch of people who love games and they're trying to bring this stuff to life and put it into people's hands, you know, yeah. and I just think... Culturally, with the advances of the way we all communicate via the internet, E3's become a really fascinating thing. So that's really even more fascinating to me than the game, mm-hmm. is the society and the social interaction that, that surrounds it, which is why I'm a community manager and you're an executive producer. <laughs> I, like, I like those things, too. You do like the way the blog is written, though, right? I do
3: like the blog. We yeah. can talk about that. The world no, needs. I really <laughs> like the Friday playtest. So Did you? Yeah, yeah. We'll just bring, I, it, we bring it back it full yet. circle. I don't get time. We're walking everywhere. I don't get to talk to you. So yeah. Gonna... I had you cornered. <laughs> I want to know what you think.
0: Dude, Scott, thank you so much for joining Fran that's and that's I on the show today. I have one more request, however, before we go. Do you want to do a Guardians out to camera one? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, you guys know how yeah. guys goes? We sort of do. Until yeah, yeah.
2: next time, a brief yeah. pause then Guardians out. Yeah. Right?
0: You'll do go. it. You ready? Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. Do <laughs> you want to do one more?
1: Yeah, I was late <laughs> on that one. All no, right. The one, more. One, 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 up, one more. Get the
2: lights back. Get the lights back. We're going to do one more. Which one's camera
1: one? It's right there. Camera one. Okay, ready? i it. Really, really good this time. Right. Really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Until next time, Guardians out. Guardians out.